Hello and welcome. This is Breakfast with an Alcoholic. <laughs> I'm Randall and I'm your alcoholic host. What we do here, pretty straightforward. I have breakfast with an alcoholic and we talk about addiction, recovery, how we got sober and how we stay sober, and sometimes music. This is episode 13 and I'm very excited about it. Partly because my breakfast with Aviva was really great. But also, 13 is my lucky number. And you may know by now, I'm kind of superstitious. So happy episode 13 and thank you for listening. If you like this, the great news is that you can subscribe for free. I'm going to let that sink in. That way, you won't miss an episode and you'll also get the daily gratitude lists, which come out uh, daily. Uh, And there's lots of other stuff, plus uh, enlightenment, and who couldn't use a little of that? Anyway, Aviva is great, and you're really going to enjoy her story. You know what I'm going to say next. Get yourself a cup of coffee and join us. Aviva, welcome to Breakfast with an Alcoholic. It's really great to have you here. Thank you, Randall. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Aviva, and I am an alcoholic. I, I am surprised at the progression, you know, that I've gotten to the place where I say that with I say that with enthusiasm and joy because it's brought me to a place that I belong and I'm with my people. And it took a long time, a really long time to get here. Tell me about that. I grew up in very rural Vermont. Like, and when I say that, like dirt roads. I was exposed to alcohol and drugs at a pretty early age. The thing that I have noticed is that drugs and alcohol are very prominent in rural areas. How old were you when you started drinking? I am not one of those alcoholics that remembers my first drink. And it wasn't because I blacked out. It's because it wasn't that significant. Throughout my teenage years, I was exposed and I had friends that got in a lot of trouble. Like there was definitely uh, some extreme drinking and acid and um, pot. Those are the four things that were around me. I did not know I was an alcoholic by any means when I was younger except for that my grandmother was a severe alcoholic. So I I think there was a little bit of caution, a little a bit of foreshadowing. I thought I was more of like an open-minded experimenter and I did, I experimented with drugs, but didn't do them that much. I, and I'm not by any means saying that addiction isn't deeply ingrained in me. I'm just saying that that wasn't, um, you know, the alcoholism hadn't quite quite gotten triggered yet (laughs) i'm not not an alcoholic i'm a pioneer (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) when did you start to think that it was a problem i made it through my teenage years and in my early 20s um feeling somewhat normal i mean not really normal i was not you know i was an artist and i did all kinds of crazy things and i i mean saying that i was normal feels weird because i had like fuchsia hair and people are going to listen to be like wow i wonder what she looks like with fuchsia hair most of it shaved and then this big chunk of like bright fuchsia right here it was it was good that's a good look when i was 22 my sister who was five years younger than me got in a near fatal car accident and was hospitalized and in a coma for three months. I was in extreme shock and denial for probably a solid year. So there was a lot of pain there. And I would say that as far as my alcoholism goes, you know, alcohol was a big solution for me. I don't think that 
alcoholism just started in my 20s. You know, I remember being insecure and not knowing my place and not knowing where I belong. And I think that those things, you know, was the beginning of sort of my God-sized hole. <laughs> um, it wasn't like I knew where I was going and then suddenly I got derailed. Uh, it was it was sort of like I was I was on thin ice and then things got worse. You know, alcohol works, you know, and, 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 for, and it works best for alcoholics. Now I see that I used it for everything. I, I as simple as boredom or happiness or, um, you know, celebration or misery or, or heartbreak, you know, it was, it was there for everything. I felt like this empty feeling when I wasn't drinking, uh, when I knew that I couldn't drink. You know, the only time I really felt kind of happy was when I was either going to drink or when I was just sitting down like, oh, look, here I am, finally. It's been two hours since my last drink. So happy to be back. You know, Randall, it's been a, it took me a really long time to admit that I was an alcoholic. Like I had a little voice in the back of my head saying, someday you're gonna have to deal with this, Aviva. But I, but I did not ever say, I am a Viva, I am an alcoholic, until I sat down in, in a chair in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. I didn't know how much alcohol was compromising my, my life. What brought you in? What, what was the moment when you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore, and, and how did you get to AA? My higher power was my daughter. And when my daughter was born, I, I thought, I'm a mother, I have a baby, I can drink moderately. And I drank moderately for a few years. And then I got divorced when my daughter was four years old. My alcoholism started to progress very quickly. And I, and I got to that place where I could, I could really go at it. October 17th, I went to work. It was a normal day in the city. I, of course, got three drinks for the train ride home. It always catches my attention when people qualify and say like, there was nothing abnormal about the day. I mean, that's all I drank. I drank the three drinks on my way home from the train. Alina was at her dad's. I came home, I got into bed, uh, went to sleep. And at two o'clock in the morning, something came into my room. And, and, and with the knowledge that I have now, let's just say it was my higher power. I wasn't in an alcoholic haze. I was in a sleep, I was in a deep sleep. And I sat, literally physically sat straight up in my bed and said, I'm going to a meeting tomorrow. These are powerful moments because that's when life changed. And so on October 18th, uh, 18th uh, 2019, I walked into my first meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous at noon. And I said, without hesitation, I am a viva and I am an alcoholic. And I left the meeting and I remember thinking, oh, I guess I'm not going to drink today. Like I went to a meeting, I can't drink today. And I have not had a drink since that day. And I, I went, I did my 90 and 90. 90 meetings in 90 days. It was a process to find the sponsor I'm with now. But within the first year, I, I worked all 12 steps. I got us, I got two sponsees almost the day that I got a year sober. Um, I am literally and wholeheartedly grateful for AA to be 
an alcoholic to be here, to be invited to this group. <laughs> the Swanky Club. I get to be in the Swanky Club. <laughs> so, so going back to something that you said at the very beginning, and you were talking about how enthusiastic you were about your life in AA. And, and then just now, one of the things you said was that you were grateful for being an alcoholic. You wanna talk about that a little bit? I mean, it's one of those topics that, it's actually an incredibly, what's a, for lack of a better word, a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't, I can't say that I'm grateful for my, my misfortune or my wounds or my insecurities or the, the unfortunate things that have happened to me in my life. But when those things happened, I searched out for any solution that I could find. And alcohol was that solution. And because alcohol was that solution, I'm invited to come to Alcoholics Anonymous and find another solution. But what we have in common is, is where we found the solution. I specifically get to go to a room where there is a manual that tells me what to do and how to live like a happy life. There's other solutions for other people. I get this solution. I get to be an AA. I get to sit on my chair in the room. Yeah, and when you finally understand that it's a place you belong as a as opposed to a place you have to go. That that changes things. At least change things a lot for me. Well, but but it but it also goes back to the to the thing we were saying about enthusiasm for the program, right? I mean, there is a day when this switches from, oh my God, I have screwed my life up so badly that I now have to sit in AA meetings to hey, it is so great that I screwed my life up so badly that I get to sit in AA meetings. <laughs> but there's that shift and it, and it becomes a part that is like profoundly meaningful. I get to come to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and that's, that's the answer. It is time now for the Alcoholic Lightning Round. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, I like to tell people just to be upfront and, and fully disclosive I was a practicing trial lawyer for some period of time. So, all right, we're gonna put 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. Superpower if you had one. Time travel. When they make the movie Breakfast with an Alcoholic, and they will, who's gonna play you in that movie? Rachel McAdams. Do you know any magic tricks? Uh, no. Three words <laughs> people would use to describe you. Powerful, creative, loving the last thing you watched or read that you would recommend to someone else okay i've watched the series sex education and i read the way of integrity by martha beck all right finish this song lyric everybody have fun tonight everybody blank blank tonight <laughs> everybody have fun tonight everybody tonight <laughs> i'm sorry so close wang chung all right this was fantastic i had so much fun thank you thank you thank you
Well, that's another episode of Breakfast with an Alcoholic, and I hope you enjoyed it. In fact, I hope you enjoyed it so much that you subscribe. And to make that easy, I put a button down there. You can just push it and make it happen. Go ahead, I'll wait. <laughs> cool. When you subscribe, you get the daily gratitude list, future episodes of Breakfast with an Alcoholic, the liner notes, the official discography for Breakfast with an Alcoholic, and so much more. The really great news? You can subscribe today for free. I mean, you're probably going to also be able to subscribe tomorrow for free, but wouldn't today be better? Also, I know it's Alcoholics Anonymous, but it's totally cool if you want to tell your friends about us. It's thanks, F-L-M-S, thanks for letting me share on Instagram and Twitter. So subscribe, like, share, follow, and I'll be very grateful. On a serious note, if you need help or want to learn more, nyintergroup.org has a complete listing of AA resources in New York, and there's an intergroup site for every state and a lot of countries. If you want to ask us, we'll try to point you in the right direction, too. So that's it. You can look forward to the liner notes for this episode soon, and I'm already looking forward to the next breakfast with an alcoholic, and not just because there are likely to be pancakes involved. Until then, be well, stay groovy, go to a meeting, and call your sponsor. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs>